Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you and I hope you enjoy this episode. We're going to continue our series. If you've got your Bible, open with me to Proverbs chapter 3. We're going to be in the book of Proverbs today. I'm excited about it. It is, I would say, top five books of the Bible for me. Um, but I love this series where we're going to read from Proverbs 3, starting in verse 13. If you didn't bring your Bible to church, that's between you and God. Okay, so you guys can work that out. But we'll have it behind me. Just kidding. Proverbs 3 and verse 13 says, Blessed. Everybody say blessed. blessed. Is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay a hold of her, those who hold fast are called blessed. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke open and the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. They will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. I want to preach a message today called the seven blessings of wisdom. The seven blessings of wisdom. Let's take a moment. Let's pray. Grab your spouse's hand. If you're single, just grab someone's hand. See what happens. It was getting too quiet in here. I needed, to, I needed to liven things up a little bit. All right, let's get serious and pray. All right. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your house. Thank you for time and your word. Father, we thank you that as we come around your word, it does what only it can do, Lord, which is change our lives. So, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, wash the word over us. Change us from the inside out, Lord. Give us something to grab a hold of today, Lord. We know that your word never returns void, and we know that you will be faithful with it. So, Father, we pray as well for colonial kids. We thank you that you're building their lives with the word as well, and there's a foundation that they can build on. In Jesus' name, we all said? Amen. So last week, we began a brand new series, and if you weren't in church last week, that's disappointing. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm full of jokes this morning, as you can tell. But seriously, though, last week, if you missed the start of our series, please go back and watch it. It'll be on, it's on YouTube. We have a podcast. You can catch all the messages as well. Kind of hope that if you receive a message one week that you might send it to another person. But last week, we began a series talking about foundations, the foundation of wisdom, that, that, that it can be something that we can build our lives on, that God will build the house of your life with wisdom. 
that wisdom builds the house. Our banner verse we began with was Proverbs 24, verse 3. It says, by wisdom a house is built. Houses don't just appear. They're built. And God wants to build your life, just like a house is built. It says in verse 3, by wisdom a house is built, by understanding it is established. It means it's set up for good. It's, it will be there. And by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Look at, the, look, look at the progression. This is a preacher's dream right here. Wisdom builds the house. Understanding establishes the house. Knowledge fills the house. Insight keeps the house. God wants to build your life and he can build your life with the word of God. And it's powerful. When we gather around the Word of God and we see it for what it is and the way it can build, wisdom will literally build your house. But I wonder today, what is the foundation? That was my question last week for you. What foundation are you building on? And in every season, do you stop and you say, in a new season, when there's new opportunity to keep building on something else, do you decide, no, 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 I'm going to build my life. I'm going to keep building my life on the foundation of the Word and the wisdom of God. Wisdom builds the house. So we talked about foundations today. We're going up. We're looking at the pillars of the house. These are seven blessings or seven pillars of wisdom. Look at Proverbs 9 and verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has set her seven pillars. Literally talks about the, 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 the building blocks of life can come through wisdom in our world. I want to shift just for a moment into teaching mode. I want to talk about wisdom, but I need to shift from preaching to teaching for a minute. Is that okay? And so if you, if you like teaching mode, you're going to get that today, okay? Um, if you don't like preaching mode, well, I don't know what you're going to do the rest of the time, but I guess you'll be here hopefully. But I, I, I love wisdom. Wisdom is, is powerful and wisdom is something that we can get around. But we've got to understand some things about wisdom. What is wisdom? Biblical wisdom, according to the biblical definition, is this, refers to practical skills associated with understanding and living a successful life. But I love if you could write this down. I've got, I got a, a quick sort of description of what wisdom is, God's wisdom, is the art of skilled living. Wisdom is the art of skilled living, the art of practically applying what the Bible says is good for my life. That's wisdom. Wisdom is the, the art of skilled living. There's some things you've got to know, though, about wisdom. Wisdom has been around for a long time. Okay, and there are, there are wisdom, wisdom comes along in different ages. It comes along in different, different um, settings, with different cultures, with different um, empires that are built. Wisdom comes with those things, but you've got to understand there's a difference between godly wisdom and earthly wisdom. James talks about this. There's a difference between those two things. And what we have to do as believe is we always have to use the greatest filter that we can ever put our lives through, which is the Word of God. So when wisdom comes into our life, we need to understand, wait, 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 wait hold on. Is this godly wisdom or is this worldly wisdom? Because wisdom has been around a long time. Wisdom was something that actually, in the ancient world, people used to trade wisdom. I don't know if you know that or not, but you used to be able to buy wisdom. 
You used to be able to go and travel to wisdom, to wise sages, and people would do that, and, and rulers would do that. They would, they would literally go and they would find wisdom. They would seek it out. And it was usually attached to the moral order. So wisdom elites would, would trade it back and forth wisdom, and they would typically write it down and, and, and send it to each other. And it was all about divinity and virtue and morality and then... God came along and just blew the whole thing up with his own wisdom. <laughs> but wisdom literature is actually a genre. And the Bible, is, the Bible is made up of all these different books, but there are different genres in each book. And the wisdom literature is an example of genre. Uh, the wisdom literature is a genre in our Bibles. And the wisdom books are typically um, Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, and Job. Some people also include Psalms in there as well, because that does have wisdom in there as well. I remember being a brand new believer and I literally was looking for a job. So I thought, I'll just read the book of Job <laughs> to get a job. That isn't a preacher's joke. I actually thought that. And then I got into it for a moment. I was like, hang on a minute, this guy kind of loses his job. This isn't, this isn't right. But this is a genre and wisdom in the, in, the, in, the, in the ancient world was seen as a great asset. And nations would search it out, like I said, and they would trade. And one of the earliest examples we see of this in Scripture is the visit by Queen Sheba to meet Solomon. And Solomon, as we know, was the wisest person in the whole world. Let me read it to you, 1 Kings 4 and 29. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding beyond measure. You could not measure, literally could not measure the amount of wisdom that King Solomon had because God had given it to him. It says, and breadth of mind like the sand of the seashore, so that Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the people of the east and all the wisdom of Egypt. In verse 34, and people of all nations came to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom, and we see this visit. I don't have time to read it, but we see Queen, the Queen of Sheba goes and visits Solomon and sees all that he has and sees the way that people are around him and sees literally the happiness of the servants around Solomon and just, and just declares to him, wow. But this is the whole point, is that the wisdom that Solomon had was so that, that he would be able to do amazing things and amass wealth and have lots of resources for the people of God, but it was ultimately so that God would get the glory. Yeah. See, here's the thing about wisdom. You've got to understand it sets you apart. Wisdom was, uh, sorry, Solomon was set apart because of his wisdom. And it's the same opportunity for you and I. If we live lives of wisdom, God will use it to set you up. God will use it to set you apart, but he will use it so you'll be able to bless other people and he will get the glory. And that's why wisdom is so important for you. I mean, we can bypass wisdom. But there's an amazing opportunity when we decide to build our lives on the wisdom that God has given us. So I wanted to give us the seven blessings or seven pillars as we build lives of wisdom today. The first is this, wisdom is available today. This is the blessing of wisdom. I was actually going to start with point two, but then God just held me up for a moment and was like, hang on a minute, you're missing something. You're going to start here. Wisdom is available. See, you see, the availability in and of itself of God's wisdom 
is a miracle and a blessing. The fact that it's available is a miracle. And that God has provided it. Let let me ask you something. Why do we not take it sometimes? Why do we bypass wisdom sometimes? Why do we think that we have all the wisdom sometimes? Wisdom is available and it's existed from the beginning of the world. It says in Proverbs 8 and verse 22, the Lord possessed me, this is wisdom speaking, the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago I was set up, at the first before the beginning of the earth. Verse 27, when he established the heavens, look at this, I was there. The spirit of wisdom was there when God established everything in creation. And that same spirit of wisdom, we can have as well. That can dwell in us as well. It's just incredible. And it's amazing that we can actually engage in this thing called godly wisdom and have it in our own lives. The availability of wisdom is a miracle. And the book of Proverbs is all you need to live a life of wisdom. I remember just orientating my life as a young believer out of the book of Proverbs. I remember my pastor said this to me one time. He's just, he was like, hey, how's the Bible reading going? And I said, not real good. And he said, okay, well, here's, here's a strategy. And I, and I just believe this was a divine moment in my life. He said, you know how there are 31 days in a month, pretty much? He said, there's 31 Proverbs, start there. He said, take the day that it is, correspond it with the proverb, read there, just get yourself going. And he also told me, then go and read a psalm and then go and, you know, read something in the Old Testament and then go and read in the Gospels or somewhere in the New Testament. And we all have our Bible reading plans, but I've orientated my life out of the book of Proverbs. And I stand here today and testify, God builds your life with wisdom, but we have to go get it. And wisdom is Available. I actually made a list of all the things. And this is definitely not an exhaustive list, but you will find everything you need for life in God's Word. To live life with God. There's a wisdom available for business life in the book of Proverbs. Literally, there is wisdom for the workplace. Um, I'm going to show you a verse for all of these. Proverbs 14 and verse 23. In all toil, there is profit, but mere talk... Lends, uh, leads only to poverty. There is literally all through the book of Proverbs, there is wisdom for businesses. There is wisdom for how to treat employees. There is wisdom in there for how to be a boss. There is wisdom for how to go about working and having a life of purpose through work. So there's wisdom available for business life. There's wisdom available for family life, for parenting. Any parents in the room? Sometimes I'm like, man, I need some wisdom right now. It's all here. Proverbs 13 and verse 24, whoever spares the rod hates his son. But he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. And that's, not, that's just one verse. There's loads of verses in here about the next generation and parenting. Um, there's, another, there's, there's wisdom available in here for personal finances. I'm just going to go ahead and say this. We, we, we go far and wide for, for wisdom when it comes to finances, don't we? Budgeting tools, all this. You can become an expert money manager with this. You can literally become 
an expert person when it comes to finances because you've read the book of Proverbs, because you've read God's word. But let me show you one example. Proverbs 13 and verse 11, I love this verse so much. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. There's wisdom for relationships. Proverbs 18 and verse 24, a man of many companions. In other words, it's not good to have too many friends. It says it may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. There's, there's all through the book of Proverbs, there's wisdom on relationships. There's wisdom for sexual purity. There's wisdom that, that, that is in here that sets the parameters for what it should look like for a man to be married to a woman. And there, there sets up these standards and it shows you, as a, if you're a young man in today, you need to read Proverbs 5 because it tells you about the warnings if you go outside of the parameters of God. And there is wisdom that will keep you safe. Let me show you one example. Proverbs 5. I don't have time to read the whole thing. This is where it says, Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. And it says, If you don't do this, look at what it says. For a man's ways are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. The iniquities of the wicked ensnare him, and he is held fast in the cords of sin. I don't want to be held fast in any cords. It says, for he dies for lack of discipline. Now, I don't think this is necessarily speaking of physical death. I think this is speaking about death to the promises and the blessing of God. For he dies for lack of discipline, and because of his great folly, he is led astray. There's wisdom. There's so much wisdom in here available for every single... I promise you, this is my burden for this series. There is so much in here for you. to Everything you are facing, God's got you. It's right here. And if you would just open it up, if you would just do even what I did, just open it up, you'll be amazed at the problem you're facing. All of a sudden, you'll open up and you'll be like, wow, there's some wisdom that applies to my life right now. That's the power of the Word of God in your life and in my life. There's wisdom literally to handle friction. You ever dealt with a difficult person? Maybe you are that difficult person. (laughs) This one's for you. Here we go. Proverbs 15 and verse 18. A hot-tempered man stirs up strife. But he who is slow to anger quiets contention. You want to know how to deal with a difficult man? Just hang on a minute. Let them blow their fuse. And you can quiet, you can avoid tough situations. The Bible literally talks, uh, the, the, the book of Proverbs will literally teach you how to speak. You're like, I don't even know what to say. It's okay. God's got you here as well. Proverbs 15 to verse 28, the heart of a righteous ponders how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. The Bible even tells you what happens when you don't speak. Proverbs 17 and verse 8, even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. You could be the biggest fool in the whole world. Keep your mouth shut. People will think you're smart. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's all in here. It's available. Wisdom is available. What are you going through today? What are you facing? What situation are you facing today? Can I just encourage you as your pastor, as the person that, that pleads with you sometimes, read the Word of God. 
Open the book of Proverbs. Whatever you are facing, God's got wisdom for you to face it and face it well. So number one, wisdom is available. And I could go on and on about its availability. Number two, wisdom is searchable. This is a blessing. This is a blessing of wisdom. It's actually searchable. It can be learned. You can learn wisdom. This, the, Bible, the, the Bible language or Bible speak for this is the getting of wisdom. That you can literally go and get it. You need to be a go-getter sometimes. Sometimes there are areas where we have deficits in life, okay? There, there, there might be an area in your life where you're like, I'm not really good in this area. Maybe friendships, relationships, finances, whatever it looks like. There is something to this deal where we need to go get the wisdom. That God has set this whole deal up where you can actually go and you can go and get the wisdom and you can bring it into your life and God will store it there and he will use it at the right time. If you want to become wise, you might have to seek, uh, sorry, search out a, a wise person. You need to go and walk with a wise person. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron. Solomon was literally the wisest person in the world. And listen to what he said in Ecclesiastes 1.13. He says, And I applied my heart to seek and search out by wisdom all that is done under heaven. If it was good for Solomon to seek out wisdom, I love you. But it's good for you. See, wisdom is searchable. You, you can go get it. You can, you can learn it. You can, I remember, again, being a young man in the, in, in the very beginning of my life as an adult, being like, man, how do I build my life? And I had to go and search for it. I had to go and implement it in my life. Seek wisdom. Read your Bible. Sometimes we complicate things so much and we're like, man, I, I need the formula. I need, I need to, I need to like, I need the right things to fall into place. I need, I need like, you know, I, I need like, what's the next Bitcoin? Um, what's next cryptocurrency? What's, what's, I, I need to be on the cutting edge. You have the sharpest edge that is available. It's called God's word. It's a double-edged sword. It'll pierce right through you and it'll give you exactly what you need. See, wisdom, it's searchable, but how often do we sit back and we're like, man, I'm just going to scroll. God has been convicting me about this lately. More of this. Wisdom is searchable. Proverbs 5 and verse 1 says, My son, is God speaking to you? My son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding. It's orientating your life. So number two, wisdom is searchable. Number three, Wisdom is applicable. You can do things with wisdom. How grateful I am that it's not just theory, it's also applied. That God has given us all of this information, but he actually gives us opportunities to apply it. That it can work in situations, that it can come alive in your life. It's not just a theory to be known, but it's wisdom to be applied in your everyday life. It says in Proverbs 17 in verse 24, look at this. It says the discerning sets his face towards wisdom. But the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. So you and I, we can actually leverage our lives and set out. That's what, me, that's what setting your face means. It means to leverage your whole life and your existence towards wisdom, wow. towards God, towards His ways and His purposes and how He does things. 
And literally through, through that process that we can set our face towards what God has for you and I, and we can apply it to our everyday life. You might be in here today, and you, I just got a burden right now for parents. And you, you're, you're looking at the future, and you're just like, man, I, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to, my, 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 yeah, maybe you've got a graduate right now, and they're going. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Can I just encourage you? Wisdom. Seek it out. Let it be applied into your life. And pass it on as well. Number four, wisdom is spiritual. And this is cool because of the, your spiritual being can now be attached to the spirit of wisdom. And wisdom is spiritual. It's the spirit of wisdom that you can have in your own life. I wonder if you've received wisdom spiritually. So we're going to pray for at the end of this message. I want to pray for you to receive. Maybe it's the first time. This is a difference. Maybe you've been aware of wisdom. But you've never received wisdom. Never opened up your heart and said, I, I want to receive a spirit of wisdom into my life. I'm going to pray for you to do that at the end of this service and through the power of the Holy Spirit, this Pentecost Sunday, that something amazing is going to take place in your life and you're going to recognize the spirit of wisdom as you walk in your days. And this is what happens as you become wise, you begin to recognize wisdom. You begin to recognize the spirit of wisdom. It says this in Proverbs 8 and verse 1, does wisdom not call? Does not understanding raise her voice? I'm believing through the power of the Holy Spirit that as you begin to walk this out, you're going to begin to uh, understand and discern that's wisdom calling. That's wisdom setting the direction of my life. That's wisdom offering me the path of life. It says wisdom knows how to raise her voice in our lives. And I believe that as we choose to set our face towards wisdom, what God's going to do is He's going to give us the ability spiritually to recognize it in Jesus' name. So wisdom is spiritual. Number five, wisdom is precious. The Bible says in Proverbs 8 and verse 11, For wisdom is better than jewels, and all that you may desire cannot compare with her. The value of wisdom in the life of a believer increases over time. The, the, the value to you. Here's why. Because you see the result over the seasons of life. And what happens is you begin to see how well things work out with wisdom. Is this making sense? I mean, it makes sense to me because I'm just like, man, there have been times where I've lived without wisdom and I haven't made wise choices and it's been an absolute disaster. And there have been times where I've just like, God, what, what do you say about this? And And... And, and, and the Holy Spirit says, you know, that person in your life who I placed there, who's really wise, go and have a coffee with them. And then through the process of doing that, I realize, oh my gosh, goodness, this is the path of life. This is a wise choice and I'm going to go this way. And I realize over the seasons of my life, the value of wisdom goes up. And I realize wisdom is so precious to me. And you begin to value it and you see that this is what it looks like to live God's way and that he has a way for you to live. And as you walk it out, you realize the value of wisdom. Number six, wisdom is pleasant. It says in Proverbs 24 and verse 4, by knowledge, the rooms, these are the rooms of your life that God is uh, placing and he's, he's, he's furnishing them and he's building into your life. And it says that by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And Proverbs 3 and verse 17, we read it, her ways, speaking of wisdom, are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. 
You know, God has not promised you a tranquil life, but I believe he's given you wisdom so that it smooths out the ride a little bit. That you might find, find yourself in a tough situation. You might find yourself in, on the brink of devastation. You might be finding yourself in a really tough place in life because we live in a fallen world and we live around broken people and sometimes things don't go wrong. But here's the truth today is God has given you wisdom to smooth out the ride. And, and, and the ways of wisdom are pleasant and they, they won't bring tri- uh, strife and trouble into your world, but they'll do the opposite. They'll be paths of peace. And finally, wisdom is true riches. Proverbs 16 and verse 16. How much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. Here's the truth today. Pick the, show me the, the, the wealthiest person in the world today. Wisdom's worth more. Show me uh, the asset class that is the next big thing. Wisdom's worth more. Show, show, me, show me anything that, that is considered great in this world and wisdom is greater. Because wisdom is true riches. How much better it is to get wisdom, the Bible says, than to have gold. And sometimes we just bypass wisdom. Be like, oh, it's okay. I'm just going to go on with my day. But wisdom is true riches. It's better than Bitcoin. It's better than crypto. It's better than nice cars. It's better than six houses you own. Wisdom. Those things can be a blessing, but nothing is better than wisdom. Because this is the reason. Wisdom is a blessing. Because Jesus is wisdom. Let me show you this verse and then we'll, we'll pray. Colossians 2 and verse 2, it says that their, their hearts may be encouraged. Speaking of the church, the believers in Christ, it says being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. Look at this. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. This is the power of wisdom. Is what you begin to realize. Wisdom personified is Jesus. And the road of wisdom leads to Jesus. When we're talking about heavenly wisdom, we're talking about divine wisdom, we're talking about the things, the standards, the stuff that God has placed. Ultimately, this is where it leads. It leads to Jesus. And the seven blessings of wisdom today have to end in Jesus because wisdom is personified in Jesus. It says God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom all, in whom are hidden all the treasures. It doesn't say some, it says all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. If you seek wisdom, you'll be blessed, but eventually you'll get to Jesus. Would you stand with me? I want to pray for a great receiving of wisdom today a spirit of wisdom through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, today's Pentecost Sunday and it's about the Holy Spirit coming in power to the people of God. And One person said to me one time, they said, well, I asked him, I said, has anyone ever prayed for you to receive the Holy Spirit? He says, I have the Holy Spirit. Don't I get the Holy Spirit when I say yes to Jesus? I said, yeah, that's true, you do. But have you ever received the Holy Spirit? It's like someone walking into your house and you being there, but you're not acknowledging them. 
How weird would that be? You're standing in your house, someone walks in, and it's just like you, they're there, you're there, but you've never actually received them. When someone comes into your house, you receive them, you make them feel comfortable, you receive them. And here's what I'd love to do. I'd love to pray for you to receive the Holy Spirit today, if you've never done that before, to open up your heart and receive Him. And maybe if you are, you are a Spirit-filled believer, and, but wisdom is the thing that you need right now, I want to pray as well for you to receive wisdom. So with every head bowed, eyes closed, if you've never received the Holy Spirit like I just described it, would you lift your hand? It's not weird. It's not, nothing crazy is going to happen. I'm just going to pray. But then God's going to move. He's going to come into your heart. He's going to come into your life. And if you need wisdom today, why don't you lift your hand as well? Receive the spirit of wisdom today. Holy Spirit, I thank you right now that you're here. And you're ministering to people all over this place. And you're helping us to come to even greater knowledge of the power of Jesus in our lives. But Holy Spirit, we ask right now that you would come and that you would fill us, that you would fill us all over again. And those of us that have been filled, would you fill us all over again to overflowing? Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus to receive the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we receive you in the, the, the home of our hearts right now. Take up residence. Bless us with your presence. Help us to hear your voice. Help us to hear and recognize the voice of wisdom over the world's voice of folly today. And God, I pray right now that people would understand that wisdom has value and wisdom can do so many things. And God, I thank you for the blessing of wisdom being available to your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's sing. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.